Greetings, apreneurs. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast, the show that uncovers the secrets to win with books beyond book sales and dominate entrepreneurship. Through exclusive author interviews, stories, and must-have resources, you will discover some of the secrets and strategies to thrive with books and generate lasting income. I invite you to become an entrepreneur ambassador and join me in my mission to raise up 10,000 Caribbean entrepreneurs by 2030. Spread the word about the podcast and encourage more people to increase their impact and income with books beyond book sales. To get started, visit entrepreneursecrets.com forward slash resources and download all the resources that you need to become a winning entrepreneur. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Greetings, apreneurs. It's episode 102 of the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor. And in today's show, we are going to be highlighting two of our retiree rock stars. And you're going to hear about their author journey and their mission. It's all about Retirement, writing your way into a new adventure. In our Vision 2030 Spotlight, we are going to be giving a shout out to 10 new entrepreneurs, as well as uh, have you listened to the stories of Patricia Lindsay Fletcher, a Jamaican living in the diaspora in Canada, and Patricia Reed Waugh, a Jamaican retiree living at home and how writing has helped them. I'm going to talk a little bit about my latest entrepreneurship venture. And before we get into the show, let's have a word from the CEO of Frame Art Jamaica Limited. Frame Art Jamaica Limited is pleased to be associated with Ruth Taylor, and as part sponsor of your podcast, we want to congratulate you on the launch of your podcast. Certainly, the power of a good example cannot be underestimated. And what we believe you will do through this new podcast will be very valuable, not just for Jamaicans and for Caribbean people, but people all over the world. Certainly, the work you're doing through Extra Mile Innovators as well as through your work as an entrepreneur is an excellent thing. And so we're pleased to be associated with this as a company and wish you all the best and every success for what you're seeking to accomplish through your podcast. Again, congratulations to you from Frame Art Jamaica Limited. For all your graphic design and custom framing needs, you can visit Frame Art Jamaica Limited located at 22C Old Hope Road, Kingston 5. And they are a one-stop shop for all your framing, graphics, and printing needs. And they were the first sponsor of the Authorpreneur Secrets podcast when we began in May 2021. All right. In terms of my personal entrepreneur update, I want to encourage you to join the Entrepreneur Secrets Book Club on Patreon. Remember, there are different levels of membership, but a big bonus is that you'll get five to ten of my books when you join. Those are the ebooks, 
Those are books for authors, inspirational books, memoirs, personal growth books from my collection, as well as audiobooks. You get discounts on coaching programs and you get to ask questions and pick my brain about author entrepreneurship, publishing, marketing, monetizing your books once per month. You can come to a live Zoom session or you can send in your questions and I'll record the answers and send them out to you. So I want to encourage you to join the Entrepreneur Secrets Book Club and you can find it at patreon.com forward slash Entrepreneur Secrets. I also want to return to writing and completing the book Better Than I Dreamed, which is a study of the book of Ruth and looking at how pain has a way of kicking you towards your destiny. And it's a declaration, a reminder, you know, to have positive expectations. God's desire is really to give us hope and a future. And I believe that if you really believe it and have that kind of expectation that your ventures, your future, your life can be better than you dreamed. And so I want to get back on track with that. It's kind of challenging. <laughs> I'm not going to promise to finish it for my birthday because I have a history of, you know, having a triple treasure birthday thing. I didn't have one last year. I think I really want to rest and relax on my birthday. But I'm also doing my doctoral studies and I have a course that I'm doing now, The Theology of Work, which runs from April to June. So it's quite a bit. I don't think I'm going to finish that book, but I do hope I'll get to finish it for this year. There is still Driving with Confidence. I still have that outstanding chapter and I'm hoping that I'll be able to get that chapter in uh, from my driving instructor. And uh, I'm also thinking, you know, of reshaping that book a little bit, maybe collect more driving with confidence stories along with mine and addressing, you know, the issues of fear that prevent women from driving <laughs> with confidence. So those two books are still waiting in the wings for me to work on. So that's just about it in terms of my own entrepreneurship ventures for the time being. And we have some exciting interviews coming up with some entrepreneurs. And I'm looking forward to releasing those. All right. So that's a wrap in terms of my entrepreneurship ventures and what I am up to. And let's get into our Vision 2030 Spotlight. Vision 2030 is all about raising up 10,000 Caribbean entrepreneurs by 2030 to create greater impact and income and also to change family trees, create an asset that will impact generations positively and also create generational wealth, thereby reducing poverty. I know what a book has done for me being an author and 
um, going beyond book sales. And I want to see that replicated in the lives of others. And so in our Vision 2030 Spotlight today, I'm going to give a shout out to 10 more of our authorpreneurs. The first one today is Diana Shanta. Diana Shanta wrote the book Jamaican Green Smoothies and she had an entire movement around green smoothies and she wrote the foreword for the book Authorpreneur Secrets. And as I began thinking about authorpreneurship, she was part of my accountability group and she really shepherded me into this independent publishing and guiding me on my entrepreneurship journey and helping me to flesh out what it is that I really wanted to do. So she is one of our entrepreneur rock stars and I just want to big up Diana Shanta. There's also Lady Tracy Williams. She is a Jamaican living in Italy and she's just doing a phenomenal job. She has a radio show and she's doing writing retreats in Italy and she is uh, showcasing authors and she's helping others to publish. She's just doing an amazing job. There's Diane Batchelor who has been using her book as a platform for advocacy for AVM supporters and has been speaking and her book has really opened a lot of doors for her and she's a big entrepreneur ambassador. In fact, one of the entrepreneurs whose story you're going to hear today, Patricia Lindsay Fletcher, it was Diane Batchelor who introduced her to me. And today, Patricia Lindsay Fletcher is one of our certified publishing coaches. She works with me in Bamboo Sparks. And it is because of entrepreneur ambassadors like Diane Batchelor who makes these connections. Then there's Joan Richards Goff. Joan uh, was part of the Entrepreneur Secrets Academy and she produced Auntie Jojo's Goes Vegan, that book. And she has been helping people to live and adopt a healthy lifestyle with that book. And she also has a magazine to bring attention and awareness to our culture. And she's just doing a fabulous job as an ethnodoxologist, but she's also an entrepreneur because she's using her book as a platform to create income, a platform for advocacy, and of course, <laughs> income. Uh, Teddy Jones. Teddy Jones was one of the first authors that I worked with, helping to publish his book, Let's Measure in the Minors. And Teddy has just gone on to become an entrepreneur rock star, producing program after program around his books, profitable programs. And he's a life coach, master coach, and he's just doing amazing things. So shout out to Teddy Jones. Shout out to Sharon Hermit, who launched out as an entrepreneur out the gate by having a conference with her book launch and various seminars around what she terms sexual shalom, helping people to heal from the trauma of sexual wounds, rape, and all kinds of things. So I would just want to big up Sharon Hermit, who has used her book in such innovative ways. Want to big up Reverend Clinton Chisholm. Um, he produced a book on critical thinking 
he turned his articles in the newspaper into a book. And that was the controversial clergyman. And then he created a course around it. I um, was instrumental in that. And his book is being used to help us to respond to critical issues, especially as Christians. And he's an apologist. And so big up Reverend Chisholm. Dr. Clara Ricketts, who is also a retiree rock star, <laughs> She has turned her book, Yes, They Can, a book which deals with children with behavior disorders and learning disorders. She turned that into an online course, an academy, the Yes, They Can Academy. And she's been offering that course for about three years. So congratulations. Then there is uh, Bishop Carla Dunbar. She's also an entrepreneur. Um, she's built an academy, her gym academy around her books. Of course, again, I was instrumental in helping her to set that up. And some of these folks were on the writing journey before me. At some point along their journey, they sought my input as they sought to increase their impact and income with their books or various aspects of publishing their books. And finally, there's Dr. Jean Lee, Another retiree, rock star, she's an entrepreneur, and she was the first author that I helped to publish a book in 2016. And she turned her journals into books, and she had a summit a couple years back called Journaling on Summit, and people actually paid <laughs> to get the summit recordings. And so that was her big entrepreneurship venture. And so... I just want to give a shout out to these 10 entrepreneurs. No doubt some of you will be featured in our 2030 Entrepreneur Coffee Table book. Okay, so let's meet our two rock stars who are using book as a way to launch new adventures in retirement. And they're just going to tell us a little bit about their writing journey. I'll put a link their books in the show notes so you can get their books and with that we'll close out the show so ladies welcome to our penultimate session welcome to the summit it's such an honor and a privilege to meet you two ladies can you each tell us where you're from who you are about the book you've written so let me start with patricia L in Canada. All right, so go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> okay, good morning, everyone. Um, yes, I've migrated to Canada in 1987 and with my son, Cheto. And um, I am a graduate of York University with a degree in sociology. And I have worked for over 30 years in the general insurance and life insurance industries. I've also volunteered through the church for over four years in various areas of ministry, such as the recovery type ministries, evangelism, and um, long-term care facility um, mission, like um, teaching services, holding services for the long-term care residents. Um, and so I also launched my debut novel um, after two and a half years of work on it. So I'm now a bona fide 
author, which I dreamt of being most of my life. And so Hezekiah, Many Houses, One Life, was born. I did want to mention, though, that um, last night they were talking about how to get awards for your writing. And to let you know that um, they're at, they have a book called The Festival. It's an anthology uh, that was created in 1987 on the 25th anniversary of Jamaica. And in the anthology, um, Shirley Manier Burke, who was chairman of the Cultural Commission, Jamaica Cultural Commission at the time, she says about writing, indigenous publishing is not only an important adjunct and a telling indicator of true independence, but what and how a nation publishes says much about its state of mental and social well-being. At age 25, which is, was the age Jamaica was in 1987, we are at last giving tangible recognition to our writers. And in that year, um, they acknowledged 22 writers, 22 Jamaican writers, including people like Olive Senior and, um, you know, um, Dennis Scott and so on, um, by giving them gifts, awards um, of gold and silver, which were valued at approximately 5,000 Jamaican dollars at the time. So there is, you know, there is history here for that kind of uh, re recognition. And I'm glad to be part of the history that is unfolding now with the revolution that's taking place with that Ruth and her executive is create, are creating for publishing in, um, for the world. Talk to us, who is Hezekiah? Okay, well, Hezekiah, it was really Hezekiah Joseph Gerson Lindsay um, and the newspapers re often refer to him as HJG Lindsay. Born in 1899, and died in 1959. He was a Jamaican titan of the passenger transport industry. He became a multimillionaire. He owned lands. There's a road in uh, off Mannings Hill Road that's called Lindsay Terrace, which is named after him. And some people think he owned half of Portland, but that is not true. That's mythical. He, he did own several properties, agricultural properties in Portland. And he had nine children. His wife was infertile. And he, so you know where the children came from. And so I'm a granddaughter of Hezekiah. And Hezekiah really blazed a trail. Uh, you know, Javet was talking the other night about scaling up. Well, Hezekiah blew the thing off the roof. That was how successful he was. And he really set an example um, for entrepreneurship throughout his progeny. But of course, you know, um, <laughs> a lot of us have not lived up to that standard. Parents did go to the, um, Panama to in, um, under contract to build a canal. And then he returned to Jamaica and um, began building his life as a young man there. So the thing about it is that I was driving a school bus for the um, Whitby, uh, a company in Whitby where I was living at the time. It was a 72-seater school bus and... It, it was the school bus that became the muse for my a trigger for me to start, you know, documenting Hezekiah's life because that's what his life was all about, passenger transportation, both in the country and the city. And so all the childhood memories came flooding back and that is what motivated me because I really, the purpose of writing the book was to honor Hezekiah because I think he was an unsung Jamaican hero. There are people who may disagree with that because he was very assertive, let's put it that way. And for a jet black man in his era, living in Jamaica in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, he broke a lot of um, barriers to get where he did um, at that time. 
So I felt he honor was due to him for, you know, his stick to witiveness and his acumen and his intelligence and a lot of stuff that I don't really see manifesting in, in, in the next generation. But um, yeah, so that's, that was my primary motive. And then subsequently, I have realized that his skills had transpired to a lot of us, uh, maybe in smaller doses. And so I was motivated to write also to just motivate other people to look at their um, attitude and approach to financial management, especially middle income people. So it's inspiring from that standpoint that, you know, at a time when the color bar was what it was and the colonial government's oppression was what it was and all of that that this man could emerge uh, victorious in the midst of it. It is really a pleasure for me to be here. I'm very excited about this summit. I was here last year and it was excellent. So I've been looking forward to it. Uh, well, um, I was a former mathematics teacher, did my um, degree at the University of the West Indies, former mathematics teacher at Calabar, yay, Seabar. And um, after that, I did a master's in accounting and I became a chartered accountant. I have worked in the accounting field for a long time. And then um, I was recruited by Deloitte well, Deloitte in Jamaica, and then Deloitte St. Martin, went to St. Martin, worked, worked there for four years. And then I was recruited by the government of Nevis, went to Nevis, worked there for seven years, had a great, great, great time. And because of illness, I had to come back home. And that actually thrust me prematurely into retirement because I had not planned for it or, or so, but you know, illness caused, caused me to have to slow down and, and stop some years into retirement. I wrote my first book, Retirement, A New Adventure. And this one is really geared towards retirees and pre-retirees because it um, goes on into the whole matter of keeping yourself active and engaged and enriched during this, this time of life. And uh, then afterwards, that book sort of propelled me into giving presentations to, you know, seminars. And then I realized that the younger people needed to know more about retirement because of the questions that were being asked and the fact that people at some of the seminars were saying, oh, you know, we, we needed to have heard this a long time ago. So I um, decided, first of all, to do a newsletter, which, um, which I started last year, uh, January uh, 2021. And out of that newsletter uh, came the, the book, which is the book that you saw on the screen there, which is called Retirement, The Journey and the Destination. And the basic premise is that I want people, I want everybody to start envisioning themselves. Where do you want to be at 65 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old? Where do you want to be? How do you want to see yourself? 
And what kind of life do you want to be, be living at, at that point? And therefore, that is the destination. And now I want you to start taking the steps to plan your life in order to get you there. So that's, the, that's my message. That's the premise. That's my mission. A good thing would be if you have a family member who has retired and has, and you know that that person has a compelling story, you need to start talking to them about it because, you know, you can write the story for them. And um, one of the things you can do is to do the interviews. Uh, just interview them and um, have the audio recordings and transcribe the recordings so to text so that you you see you know what the material is that that you have but the important thing is that if there is a compelling story and and as far as i'm concerned everybody has a story to tell and there is somebody out there who wants to hear your story i trust that you got something from listening to or to a retiree rock star giving you the story behind their writing journey. And maybe it has inspired you to think about writing as a way to launch new adventures in retirement. This is Ruth Taylor saying, thank you for listening. Share this episode with a friend and ta for now until next time.